Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hi, it's Amy Shepard from the band Shepard, and here's a preview of what's coming up. We Shepherds have a really prominent frown line. If we're concentrating and watching TV, it looks like we're really angry. I was talking to a friend about it, and she suggested Botox. The Thinker Girls. Hello. 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 Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for <laughs> joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. <laughs> the Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and... Oh, oh. What? Sorry, I forget on the podcast Do you know that what it you is? say your own name. It's different to the radio show yeah. because Stacey's so used to going... Stacey June and Christy Mercer, the Thinker Girls, talking all the thoughts you're thinking but not saying on I Kiss know. FM. And now when we do it on this show, I feel like I'm talking over you. It's terrible. No, it's Sorry. fine. It's fine. I like Because we do that often so and you get you get so stuck in cruxes. Yeah, but we're back to the podcast. Our yeah, favourite original baby. Hello. Nice to have you. Thanks, everybody, for um, your feedback on the Tara Moss um, podcast that we did a couple of weeks ago. That was ago. a special one, right? Yeah, a lot of you loved it um, and shared it, so we really appreciate it. Um, iTunes, you can review and um, and kind of subscribe and, and, and rate and all of that kind of stuff. And, and whilst we've been doing this for a couple of years, it really does help and it's still very important. Amy shared Shepard from the band Shepard will join us in a second. Yeah. Uh, we're super excited to be chatting to her. Um, I think it's cool to talk to musos too. I don't mm. know. There's just something different about we're creatives, but they're the same people, the way but that a different think. creative. Yeah. We don't, have we had that many musos on this podcast? Probably I think a lot of people that are jack of all trades, yeah. like Nat Bass and yeah. stuff that's kind of yeah. done a lot of things, um, but not so many that's been really, you know, that's their, that's their crux. Yeah. We're looking forward to that. Um, Checking in. How are you going? How is the week? What has been happening? Where are you at? Where's your brain? Uh, <laughs> I feel um, like just answering that question is like going to like brain overload. No, I'm really good. Yeah, I think good. Um, I should have meditated a bit more this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel a little bit like I would like a few more zony out yeah. moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, it's I guess it's just a constant, for me, it's a constant acceptance of how our week offers structure without structure. Yeah. It's just constantly being okay with that because I think you – when you feel good about your week and you feel like you've ticked everything off, that week looks very structured and very, I don't know, planned and and the same as last week and the same as next week. But that doesn't exist for us. So I still think I'm I'm being nicer to myself that a week not looking like that is still a good week. It's not beating yourself up in the process. It's weird that you say that because I reckon for the first time in a number of years, like I don't know, maybe five or six years, I don't know. I've just been, I've just had time like working in the mornings and the Arvos are off. So I've always had time to go for a walk or Mm -hmm. go to gym or whatever. And at the start of the year, it was, I found it difficult because I was some days I just wouldn't exercise and I would hate myself for it. Mm. I'd feel like I should have been exercising. I should have at least just done something. I just Mm. got even a 20 minute walk in and I didn't. Yeah, you're lazy or you're this or you're that. Yeah, and it's weird because I'm in this space now where I like, 
there's been plenty of days where I don't exercise at all and I actually feel good for not doing it. Yeah, you've got the rest. I feel really good. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's interesting the mind frame that you can be in. Sometimes you actually feel better for not doing it. Well, well that's where I'm at now. You look after yourself, yeah. I think, yeah. rather than pushing yourself and then you don't actually mm-hmm. feel energised at all. I have a rule that sleep comes first. So if I haven't got eight hours, I'm not getting up. So mm-hmm. even if it means that the exercise class I want to do is seven hours and I went to bed at, you know, 12. Good rule. I won't get up. So it's sleep comes first yeah but that's sometimes hard but you know whatever it's it's all a constant battle I'm sure everybody's kind of going through it and trying to balance everything hey um Amy Shepherd uh, a member of from the band Shepherd that we all know from that hey Geronimo song but many <laughs> many other songs no but because it's interesting you know sometimes you know the music more and then you go oh my god I love those guys well three weeks at number one oh, um, it's it was like five times platinum yeah. very very successful and the band formed in Brisbane with a other Shepherd people yeah with a with a siblings yeah Isn't it her brother and her sister. Yeah, Amy yeah. Shepherd does join us on Thinking on the Podcast. Hey, Amy. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. We are great, girl. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. What's oh, it man. like to be in a band before we get into things? So you're in a band with your with your bro and your sister. I am. I am. It, it does get interesting sometimes, um, but it's always been that way. So, I, you know, I haven't been in a band, oh, apart from high school, you know, battle of the bands. Mm-hmm. I haven't <laughs> been in a band with anyone else. So I really enjoy working with them. And most of our fights are so trivial, just about, you know, like the front seat and all the, you know, sibling fights. But so. that's always siblings, though. You have the fights over the dumbest shit because I know. sometimes I feel like you're almost past those those big arguments. Yeah. You're never and all, over it. No, yeah. you're not. And you no. and you have those moments where you're like, wow, we're really mature and we're adult and um, and we have reached this whole new level and then the next day someone's calling you a, like a bitch. You're like, what? <laughs> Where's that my word straightener? Yeah. You bitch. Yes. You got my straightener. Yeah. Do you know yeah. a man yeah. called me a bitch today on the street? Why? Oh. What were you doing? Um, I So I was ready to go to this class and because I've joined this body pass thing, which means you go to all different classes, so it's it's kind of hectic because you don't always know where the studios are to everything. Cause, I like, hate I'm that the start- first few times you have to go so much earlier because you don't know parking, you got to pay. Like, is it 55 <laughs> blocks away? Yeah, and in Sydney where we live, that's like neck level. Yeah. Um, And so I went and... I came up to a like a traffic light and I went to turn around because it was red and so because I saw a park on the other side of the road so I'm like oh I'm going to be a bit sneaky yeah, I'll do a three me. point turn yeah. because there's no oncoming oncoming traffic yet so I'll get there and then I'll be able to nab that park and the person behind me thought well this is a fucked up selfish idea of her yeah. i.e. me yeah. so he beeps so aggressively and doesn't move, so I'm stuck. Oh, Like, no. doesn't move a little bit back, so I'm completely stuck. The oncoming traffic comes, and he continues to beep. Instead of going around and moving on, he just sat there and yeah. beeped at me. So then everyone's looking at me on the street. I park the car, get out of the car, and someone else that wasn't that person said, you drive like a fucking asshole, you stupid <gasps> bitch, to my face, it, person to person. <laughs> You drive like an asshole, you stupid bitch. Uh, what is I, wrong with people? That is neck level. How how old? Yeah, you're going to be really angry. How old was he doing that? I know, Amy, and it wasn't even the person in the car. Wow. It was someone else. <laughs> but he's obviously an angry man. He's had a bad day. I just ignored because I was so confronted by a I would man that. calling me a bitch. I hate it how they make it, like guys like that make it a bit gender like, you know, mm. he didn't couldn't just keep it at... Like, you can't drive. And you know yeah. what? If you're ever listening, man, 
I'm proud to be a bitch, i.e. what you're thinking is a massive insult, being a woman. Mm. Like, you know, that's what he was kind of making it out like, you're a bitch. Well, yes, I am. I don't think I've used the word bitch in quite some time. I think it kind of slips out when people are angry. You know what I mean? Like you effing But it's very bitch. gender specific. You're oh, not yeah, calling yeah, yeah, a yeah. man a bitch. No, you're not. You're not ever. Um, what a weird unit. Oh, it's a really full on way to start the day, guys. Yeah. Glad um, you've kind of yeah. calmed yourself after that If you haven't uh, listened to our show before, Think A Girl, the podcast uh, is where we have an extended chat. We all bring a gem to the table. So something that's on our mind that we're thinking but not saying and Philip the Duck reigns us in. Um, all of our episodes can be found at thethinkgirls.com.au but the, probably a quicker way to get to those links is join us on Facebook. Yeah, um, do it. We kind of plug all of the different episodes each week. Let's do a bit of a contents, guys, to get right into what we want to talk about and then everybody has an idea of what they can expect from us for the next kind of half an hour. Um, Amy, do you want to give us a headline of what you want to talk about today, something you're thinking but not saying? Yeah, so what I'm thinking is in terms of cosmetic enhancements, whereabouts do you draw the line? Oh, that's an interesting question. Mm. It's hard. The line gets a bit blurry, I think, once you once you start. And it all starts with mm. a little bit of bulk duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots. Are you t- are to you talk s- about with that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I want to bring to the table the fact that I'm V excited to have this weekend on my own. Mm. My boyfriend's gone away for the weekend. Um, and if you asked me the same question six months ago, how are you feeling Zane's going away? I'd be like, oh, I'm going to miss him. And I just feel none of that. And I feel really good. Sometimes you, and I think sometimes you kid yourself and you tell yourself you don't feel good. And it's even neck level better when you really genuinely feel good. I genuinely feel really good. And without even a hint of guilt, I even said to him when I dropped him at the airport. I'm like, I'm really looking forward to this. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I'm sure he feels the same. Um, In a good way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is so bitchy. You bitch. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I want to talk about how I've had, and I've really showcased it on this podcast, from what kind of works for me when it comes to sex, what turns me on, and and that journey that I went through when I went out of a serious relationship to being the single person I am and how I thought that that potentially was different or I was going on a bit of exploration. Mm-hmm. And I think I've found that I'm back at square one. What, when you've just come out of the relationship? Yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes life works like that, doesn't it? I was like, big, fat circles. So I'm back here. Yeah. (laughs) So I knew everything I was exploring, I knew the answer. But at least it's 100% confirmed now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Amy, as our guest, do you want to kick things off and um, have this chat and crack it open about. I don't know, cosmetic procedures and, and where the line is, where you stop once Where's you start. Where's your line? Tell us about your yeah. experience. Well, I was thinking about it recently because, um, so we shepherds have a really prominent frown line. And um, so if, if we're concentrating and watching TV, it looks like we're really angry. Mm. So, Can I um, ask, sorry to cut yeah. in, but how, when you say we shepherds have uh, this frown line, <laughs> How do you know that? Is that because people have told you that or you've noticed it yourself or is it like a family joke or? Yeah, a a bit of a family joke. I've noticed it. I think it comes from my mum because she, you know, she has a really deep frown line. (laughs) She, um, she's always like, don't frown, wear sunglasses because you get a line like mine. And, um, and George has got it as well. So I'm, you know, I'm next because I'm the middle child. So I feel it coming on and I can see it sort of starting to creep. It's like, it, it's, it's, like it's contagious within your family. Like, you know, you get to yeah. an age and you've caught it from someone. Exactly. That's what it feels like. So I was talking to a friend about it and she 
first, um, she suggested Botox because she's had it and she loves it and swears by it. How so old is she, Amy? She's in her 30s, early 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, you need to do it now because I'm 25 and it's a preventative measure and mm. all of this. So it's kind of, I've been contemplating it and I was just thinking, what do you guys think? Like, where's your line? I don't think 25. Mm. No, it's I very think, young. I think everybody says that this is the answer because you've got to get young and you've got to relax the muscles early. Yeah. Oh, whatever. If you're going to do Botox, I think the whole reason is to try and look young, right? And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to judge anybody that does it. Um, it's up to you. It's your body. It's your face. But I don't. I think enjoy being 25. If you want to do that because you want to look younger, I kind of understand. I suppose the pressure and that's a choice. But at 25, regardless of how prominent you think your brow line or your frown line is, I promise you, I pro- I'm going to, I'm going to stalk you in a sec. But I'm almost certain that it should not be a Botox situation It is a weird level. thing when you think about it. And I've never actually thought about um, that preventative thing that you're kind of talking about. My cousin about. And told you just me this. this. You know I've what? got a friend who's mm. 19. Well, think about it. got wow. it done. Think about it. It's That's almost your, like being thin and then going, I'm going to go on a diet because I'm preempting that I might get fat <laughs> or I might put on weight. It's like it don't make sense. A little bit. Yeah. I mean – it's different because they say the muscles you start the more you relax them. It's kind of like how you would you have said this about waxing. The more you wax and the less the hair grows back. So there is that physical thing that they do say it really does relax the muscles to the point. Mm. But I mean, we don't know enough about no, this shit. It hasn't been well, going on for long We're getting to like enough. sixty. You decide to stop because you know you you're in a hippie and feminist comes out. And you're like, no, nah, this is a bad idea. I did this when I was young, and then your whole body, your whole face collapses because mm. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> It just well, was like super you. relaxed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I guess I suppose, yeah, do you know what I mean by about the aging thing? Because then it's like if you are doing it to not age but you're thinking about it when you're already young, mm. then can you see the vicious cycle that I think we're in? Yeah, exactly. And what happens to um, – uh, they said there's a disappearing generation or a disappearing um, – you know, there's no more mature women because they're all looking – plastic mm. so oh, I don't know there's a bit of you know ethics there well, I, is yeah. it, I, Absolutely. It's very I don't know I suppose yeah. when you're thinking about um, cosmetic surgery or enhancements like regardless of whether it's a Botox injection a nose job a boob job or I don't even know liposuction like they're big big decisions mm. you're actually yeah. you are making the conscious decision to say for what for whatever reason I want to change the way that I physically look, and to look at that just as a, um, as a, as a, I don't know, physical like a physical decision. thing. It's actually mm. not. It actually runs so, so much deeper than that. Mm. I think. Yeah. So I don't know. I just that's think exactly that, why I've got my policy yeah. with it because I think I completely agree with you. I think that it isn't just about the way you look. It is making a decision that you're not happy with yourself, and so therefore mm. you're cutting into yourself. That's fine if that's what you want to do, but you do need to face the reality of what that decision is. That like, being said, it's I think it's a different case for everybody. Like if you're somebody who your whole life has hated the way that your, I don't know, your chin looks and you hate your profile, you've been teased at school, it's the one thing you've always wanted to change about yourself, you feel emotionally ready, you feel like you would be more confident and more yourself with it, then yeah, like who, who am I or who are we to judge to say that, you know, you shouldn't or nobody when, should? Oh, you know what? I The very first memory I have of ever talking about like of just being consumed or or I suppose hearing anyone talk about changing the way that I look 
was that a lot of people would ask my mum and dad if they were going to pin my brother's ears back. Oh, yeah, as a so, kid. Yeah, yeah because yeah. He, in our family it's a bit of a joke, but everyone has pointy ears to the front mm-hmm. and big ears. My dad has big ears. But then I don't think mum ever ended up doing it. My cousin did get it done, but the conversation was really prevalent for a few years there. Like everyone would ask my mum. It's a really common thing, especially for young people. I remember going to school and having friends that did that. And my cousin, my my really close cousin, um, she has like bigger ears as well. And I think to myself now, everyone just grew into them because that's what they look Mm. like. Like could you imagine making that call? I get the teasing thing, but... Wow, you know, it starts really early on, yeah. this conversation. And I think that it's something, I don't know, for me, Amy, I, I kind of think if I thought of, you know, what would I change, there would be a few things. It wouldn't mm. just be one thing. But I have made a conscious decision to try very hard to not do anything so hopefully it doesn't open up the chest to everything. Mm. Yeah, right. Facials, maybe, microderm, you know, scrape a few of the dead cells off. Yeah, but hang on, that's not. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying this Uh is where. But then it's like you can get fillers in your head. But then what? Yeah, when do you stop? Amy, what about that um, convo we just had then about the emotional side of things? Like, like obviously, this is something that you, as your family, as you say, us shepherds have this, and we've always known Mm -hmm. that, and mum, you had it, and my brother's got it, whatever. Yeah, did that start when you were younger? Did you know when you were younger that? That, that you were going to get that? Like, is that something that's kind of set? Yeah, it's in? something that I, it's something that has always been looming. And um, I guess maybe we just have really animated faces, but. And Which it, it is does a scare lovely to, thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, thanks. But, um, yeah, it does scare me to look angry all the time when you're not even angry. So I don't, that's well, what. This is crazy. Well, as someone, Amy, who has rest, resting bitch face, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. So often in my life, people are like, what's wrong? What's yeah, happened? I'm like, this is legitimately just my face. Like, <laughs> my mum has it too. It's like a, a downturn of your mouth. She's yeah. got it really bad. Mm-hmm. I think it might be from smoking too with her. Do you ever you okay, smoke? She's smoked on and off for like since she was 16. Oh my God. Does she still smoke now? Uh, yeah, on and off with wow, booze and stuff. I didn't stuff. know that. It's been a constant battle because when she quit, she put some weight. Oh, yeah. Christ. And being somebody who's obsessed with. Being thin and you know youthful, and it's that's why she goes back. Yeah, my dad smokes yeah. too. Mm. My my um, best mate's dad had a heart uh, situation, like a bypass and a heart attack, and he stopped. She told me today he's not smoking. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really good. That's huge. Anyway, um, <laughs> Amy, has there ever been a convo around your like when you say there's a convo around in your family? Is your is yeah. it spoken about in a negative way? Like, is your mum? From, you know, what being a young girl and watching, your, you know, your mum and stuff as your little and your brother, is that something yeah. that you guys, has your mum always been like, oh, I hate the way that my face looks or your brother, you know, you'll get it one day, kids. Is that been a negative thing or just that's um, just a fact the, of life? Yeah, the frown line has been a negative thing and something that she's always worried about us having to go through. So, yeah, it has been, I guess, maybe it was an emotional thing for her that she's trying to prevent us from getting, but, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have so, to think about it. But so, at this stage, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to do the Botox thing until – but, yeah, I'm definitely considering it for later on in life. Do you know what I reckon when you're when you're conscious about something on your body, you put mm. yourself down first. I spoke about this the other day on our radio show. I've always I'm booked mm. in for a boob job. I've always been so conscious that I have small boobs. So whenever there's a conversation around bras or bathers or mm. dresses, I always think to myself – 
and I've I do this so naturally. I better get there before someone else does. So I'll self deprecate. I'll say, oh, but yeah. I can't wear that. I've got small boobs, or my boobs look yeah. dumb in that, or I can't wear that, or like it's almost like, and maybe it's a similar thing with your frown lines mm. that you mm. that you've got to say, oh. I've got these awful frown lines before anybody else notices it. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that for sure. Mm. It's interesting. Mm. Oi, oi, oi. Reckon the thinker girls are oversharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Can I just put a bra on first? See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the thinker girls on Snapchat. I am... Spending this weekend on my own. My boyfriend has got on a flight. He's gone back to Melbourne What's for the doing? weekend. So random. One of his best mates, Dexter, calls up the other day, like literally a week ago. He goes, I've just booked your flights. You're coming back to Melbourne. We're going snowboarding. That's nice. Yeah, really nice. Because <laughs> he knows. He knows. He really loves Yeah, he knows that. Yeah, they are. He's like his little minion, like in a nice way. But he knows that if he says to him, let's go on a snowboarding trip, Zane's such a yeah, 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 yeah. And then he'll just never get around to that booking flights. That is the flights. epitome of good friendship. Yeah, it really When is. you accept and love each other for exactly who you are and then you just get on but with it. But that's what he said. I knew you wouldn't end up being there, so I just booked the freaking flight it's so you couldn't say no. Exactly. And, and he'll look, have a fucking ball. Yeah. He, that kid needs a release. Like, it's yeah, the best. Yeah. Um, so that will be great. And... And to be completely honest, if you asked me six months ago or if I was in, you know, I was in the same position, you know, um, since living together with Zane going back home for work or whatever for a couple of days, I've been in this space where I'm not like, I can't live without you, but there's certainly a different feeling around spending time on my own um, where I was like, oh, you know, almost dreading him, like counting down, going, shit, he's going on Friday and, oh, we better um, we better watch, you know, an episode of our favourite show tonight because we're not going to be able to do that on the weekend and oh, I'm really going to miss him. And, and saying that, I'm really going to miss you, almost g- making him feel guilty mm-hmm. for going away. And where I stand today, dropping him off at the airport, I actually said out loud to him, I've really been looking forward to spending this weekend on my own. Mm. And he was like, that's awesome. Mm. That's great because I think... I don't know, I lost a bit of myself towards the beginning of this year. It was mm-hmm. kind of a bit a bit bizarre now that I – not bizarre, I don't know. Things just changed a bit. I think we were in a long-distance relationship for so long, for like four and a half years, and it was kind of always – I don't know, you just had to kind of make shit work being on your own. If you something broke at home, you had to figure it out. If the lawns are tall, you mow them. If you're missing them, that's fine because you'll see them in a few days. Mm-hmm. Like it would I never I never hated being on my own. I actually really quite like my own company, my own space, my own time. And then since moving in together about a year and a half ago, I was so obsessed with being together all of the time because we'd never been able mm. to do it before and we've got to spend every waking moment I can really, together. I can really relate to this story because I have a partner I've been with for two and a half years, so mm. not as long, but still when you go, I'm away for so long, when I come back, I'm just so clingy. Yeah. And I have to, I have to stop myself um, because sometimes I'm like, no, you can't go out with the boys tonight. Like yeah. you're, you're hanging with me. And, yeah. Yeah. So I have to be aware of that. And um, yeah, it's so funny. It's really interesting. Because you've got you to consciously make decisions to pull. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Back from what you feel. Yeah. Because a lot of the time your feelings are not always healthy, yep. you know, mm. you, you feel what you feel and you think it's love. Love, man, you can put so many things under that banner mm-hmm. and then justify it to yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I'm away and I miss him, so I need to mm. see him. Yeah, to a level. Do you know, know the weirdest yeah. part? Yeah. And you've just kind of hit the nail on the head there, Amy. Like you're away a lot, you're touring a lot, you're, you know, a strong independent chick, you kind of, you know, you know, walk to the beat of your own drum, what freaking whatever analogy you want to use, that you can be, that you can coexist with this needy, I need to be with you, um, clingy person, but then also have this really strong sense of self and independence that they can kind of coexist in one person at once. I think that's just someone being vulnerable and in love. That's Mm. why a lot of people avoid it and are Mm. scared of it because they don't want to, that's, you know, I mean, when you were speaking before about you dropping down at the airport and you wanting that, you're both kind of doing that. That's my dream mm. because a lot of relationships I've been in, I've had moments of that, but more than not, it's been the other side, which is the needy kind yeah. of feeling really unsure where you stood. And a lot of the time you put it on your relationship, but actually more it's about Ooh. where you're at, yeah. you know, and then you put it all under this banner of love and then tell yourself that it's healthy or normal mm. because well, I love him, I miss him, or, you know, it just means that we want to be together. Well, I don't know if that's always the case. And yeah. that's where I think relationships can be a bit scary, particularly for women, because then you fall really heavily because you're such a giver and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. into unhealthy waters. Yeah. And I think, I think I don't know, like you said before, Stace, that fighting that feeling, because there will be, like, especially in the last couple of weeks where it's just been more of a, a conscious thing that I've been thinking about. Mm. Not not as if, like, you know, I came home one day after having this revelation and, you know, go, I need to live a separate independent but life. But you've been speaking to a therapist and just kind of working yeah, through absolutely. shit. So I feel like that's just a part of the process. But it's just something that's always in the back of my mind and I think it's sometimes you're right fighting that feeling because there's been plenty of times especially in the last couple of weeks when it's been more of a conscious effort to no I've got to start doing my own thing and not constantly relying on on him to entertain me and and be everything to me my friend my boyfriend my lover my business advisor like all of those I can't expect him to be all that at once all of the time. And all I said time, this, yeah. yeah, and I said this to you on air, nor should you want to and mm-hmm. nor should anyone want to that's listening that feels that they get that because then you've got one voice giving you all of those opinions mm. too, mm. which can end up being a bit dangerous because whilst you're in love with them and they're your person, they're not going to have all the answers for every part of you, mm. you know. Like they're your partner, they're your cheerleader, but then they shouldn't also know the answer to every single part. You've 
if you don't get advice or opinions from other people, friends, colleagues, you know, family in your life, then you also, I guess, A, put a lot of emphasis on them, so it puts pressure, Mm. but B... You don't figure out your own stance because then it's kind of a lazy approach and you yeah. go, oh, I'll take their opinion. I'm not really sure what mine is, but together that's what our team vote is, you know? Not to mention that that's been hard on him too. Like yeah. we've had conversations about where he's like, I hate it that you, um, you know, consult me for things. I don't want to give you the yeah, answer. Yeah. I, you know, Which has I, always been a, quite a healthy thing I thought in you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that had changed and it is – it is. I think that's been the hardest thing, and I know Philip's gone off to probably grapple with that. There was a bit of self-loathing for a while because I was like, "Oh my god, I used to be this person that could like stand on my own two feet and be really independent and have my own kind of life and group of friends and and interests outside of my relationship." And then having lost that, I th- I felt guilty about it mm. and probably beat myself up about it more because I was like, "Fuck." I don't know, you, you constantly, and I was constantly reflecting back on where I wanted to be and what I should be doing because I could do it before. Why can't I do it now? So yeah. having that transition from being that person and having that and to not made me feel even worse. Amy, when you get back, there would often be so much more pressure as well because you're, you tour, right? So does your partner yeah. tour as well or is it that that's kind of a your thing and then that gets obviously put onto the relationship? Um, yeah, we we both have our own thing going on, which is great. But um, I, I put a lot of pressure on him to be available when I'm available. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, well, yeah. I'm only in the country for so two weeks, so <laughs> you better hang out with me. Yeah, mm. so that's something that I, I definitely need to work on. But yeah, it's interesting hearing what. So what, what are you going to do this weekend? <laughs> I've I actually I'm such a person where I'm like I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and you know I can use this time to um. I don't know, just print out these photos that I've been wanting to do for ages and like finish my painting and like actually scrub the bathroom. And then this week and I was like, fuck that. I am actually not putting, I'm actually not putting any kind of expectations Mm, on my weekend whatsoever. I've got some books that I'd really like to read. I'd really like to go for a walk. I'd like to go and do a yoga class. And that's pretty much it. Mm. Like, Oh, nice. It's so rare that you get time just to yourself without anybody. And um, yeah. I can't remember the last time I was and I think because I'm always with the band or with Moki or with my mum. So, yeah, it is really rare to get just time to do whatever Sometimes you, you crave it and then when you have it, you don't know what to do with yourself. Well, I think yeah. you've got to remember as well, put, like put your freaking phone down because being bored is exactly what everybody needs to do regularly. Mm-hmm. I think at least every few months you need to have a day where you're bored. My girlfriend and I call it Christmas holidays bored Mm. where, you know, on the holidays, everything's a bit closed. Everyone's kind of doing shit with their family, but they're all the same. Mm. Everyone's bored Mm. there, but Mm. it's really healthy, good bored Mm. because you're loved, you're on holidays, you've got a job to go back to whatever. You know, the world is good. We live in Australia. We're lucky people. Yeah. Just be a bit bored. Mm. Maybe daydream. Freaking, I don't know, have a conversation. Mm. Like, it, it, or just do nothing. Watch TV. Who cares? Mm. Go for a fucking walk. But, yeah, it's interesting because the the bored thing, I think, is something we don't offer so ourselves anymore. So stimulated all of the time. Yeah. And you've got to pack something in, even in the car. Yeah. Listen to, I don't know, this podcast. Yeah. I have finally called this person back. Like, you're jamming shit into yeah, every yeah, corner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It's just the thinker girls laughing at their latest video. 
Catch it on YouTube, youtube.com slash thethinkergirls. When I got out of a big relationship over the past few years, I've really gone through a bit of a journey of how do I connect and how do I essentially orgasm and how do I enjoy my sexuality when I thought that my key to that was connecting and and intimacy with a partner. So Mm -hmm. I broke up out of that and was like, well, how do I create that in my life, mm-hmm. you know? And and as a single person, you watch Sex in the City and you watch all these other shows and they're having all of these, you know, not always amazing um, experiences, but a lot of the time they are. You mm-hmm. know, you're watching these empowered women that are able to do all of this stuff and go out and, and have a one-night stand or even just have casual relationships and be able to climax all the time. And, and I suppose in a way, it wasn't like I necessarily thought my life was going to be Sex in the City, but... I thought maybe the fact that I wasn't able to um, to do that so freely meant that I needed to do some work. Mm-hmm. That potentially if I wasn't able to kind of activate that part of myself, regardless of if I was in a relationship or not, that I really needed to, to dive in. And I, and I often felt like, even though I don't think I truly admitted it, because I speak on this podcast so openly and and so okay with myself, but I think... Deep down, I thought there may have been something wrong with me. What do you mean that you're not able to get there in not in a, a loving relationship? Yeah, like yeah. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like I even am getting emotional thinking about it because I'm like, for so long I thought because I couldn't do that, it yeah. meant that I was so tied up and yeah. that there was something wrong with me. And you're you're really told to people, like you're really fed in our society that you're just supposed to do all of that stuff. Like if you're single, it automatically means that you're supposed to be able to activate that sexual being, you know, on mm-hmm. your own with mm-hmm. all these different people. And so, uh, you know, I'm certainly as much as it seems like on this show and on our show and Kyle and Jackie on all these things I do talking about sex, I do not have that much casual sex. Like it happens, but it's not happening every mm-hmm. weekend. You know, I barely go out every weekend. Yeah. But I have been absolutely exploring because I've been single for four years. So I definitely have explored that side. And I've been doing some work with this woman who I met through kind of doing this random nude yoga class. And then I spoke about this breathing and this other friend said to me, there's kind of a sexologist, but she's more like a, um, a therapist that gets women into touch with their bodies and all that kind of stuff. She does do Tantra and that freaked me out, but it How, is more about... What is ta- what is Tantric or Tantra? Well, essentially it's just a way to be able to make your connection with sex more insular. You know, a lot of people think it's just so your orgasm lasts longer, but it's actually about not having a quick, hard line, fast thing. It's like going to another level. And, you know, I've even spoken to her about maybe not even bringing this to the show, but I don't know. I just felt like talking about it today where I've established that potentially all of this, um, I suppose, experimentation Mm -hmm. and development has led me back to the exact first place. Which is what? I am able to connect and climax when I am connected to the person. Mm-hmm. And if that makes me a bad single person <laughs> or that's not what sex in the city sells to you or that's not what, you know, you feel like you're constantly never going to feel a release again apart from if you help yourself or if you're in a relationship, then so be it. I am a feeler and I am a connector. I'm an investor in people. You don't. I don't have flippant, flimsy relationships in any form. Mm. I've even, I even cut some of my family out. Like not cut out where I see, see, still see them at Christmas, but I've just got people that I choose to have in my life and mm. I connect with. So 
while I think I would be different sexually, I don't know, but I found myself back at the exact beginning, which is what what was able to allow me to relax and, and enjoy sex when I was in a relationship is the same place I'm in, whether I'm single or so not. So all this time... I'm still the same person. So all this time of experimentation and self-discovery and all this work that you've been doing, mm. you've almost been trying to fight that or combat that or cure it in some way? Yeah, I don't know if it was fighting it. It was just thinking that maybe because I was with someone for so long that I must have not learned something yeah. or, you know, that that it's that's all I knew. So there must be something to come. You know, I must okay. be learning, yeah. for a better choice of words, mm. there must yeah. be something that, <laughs> that, you know, I will figure out. And after all this work, I think it's also, I think it's good that I experimented. Don't get me wrong because maybe I wouldn't have got to this full figure or this full place if mm. I hadn't realised and don't and also i've had really enjoyable sexual experiences with random people i'm not saying it's all been bad but to the core of who i am isn't just about you don't separate who you are sexually to who you are as a person mm-hmm. they are the same yeah. and 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 what i want from sex is very similar to what i want from life and my relationships well, which if is, anything, it's is a, connection if you know? anything it's such a powerful thing mm. that you know there could be part of you that goes bloody hell i've done all this work i've you know explored everything and i've do done feel all this work that a on bit. myself i feel a bit exhausted and here which I is am. why i got a bit yeah. a bit emotional and here i am back at square one but had you hadn't not done that and you were still in this same place having not traveled around the world and then come back to this place that you stand at now then you then you wouldn't have the surety or the conviction that you do in owning that that's who you are and that's the way that that's the way that you experience sex don't you reckon like there might always be this thing in the back of your mind if you hadn't done the work going Mm. you know this is the way that I am but you know maybe there is but I'm just not kind of willing to explore that or maybe this is just the way things will be now you actually know a hundred percent for sure that's well I think I know today I know yeah yeah Yeah. so are you turned off of having one night stands now is that like a no-go zone it's funny I think I just I don't think it can I don't think one night stands also necessarily mean lack of connection because I have had very rarely, but I have less than more than I have more, less than what's the word? Like more, probably less times than more times I've had connection in casual, casual relationships or, or one night stands. But so I think you can also, um, I suppose, label everything because mm-hmm. connection doesn't necessarily have to mean just from relationship. And I think that's where I was getting a little bit lost. It, it kind of meant, well, that means I just don't have sex until I have a partner, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. That's the bit that was really hard for me because I was like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. So I think you stay open to it, but I think I've learned that I really need to protect myself to make sure that if I am doing something like that, that it is really for because I feel comfortable and I want to do it, yeah. which I think this yeah. year I have done. You yeah, know? you have. Yeah. And I've done that without really realising mm-hmm. it. Um, so I have gone to that place. But you're right, I, I am off all my dating apps. I've kind of pulled back because I'm like, there is no rush. It will work out yeah. when it's supposed to work out because I know I'm the per- kind of person that wants connection. So if I'm going to go on a date, I, I want to meet the person that's asking me out. It's so easy 
to compare though, don't you reckon? Like with where you're at, as you say, versus on a TV show or on Sex and the City or well, or I, another single friend that's able to kind of get there with random dudes. I want to be like dudes. that. I, yeah. And that's because that's what you sold. Almost like the Prince Charming thing with Disney. Mm. You want to have a relationship that looks like that. I wanted to be able to, because I'm so empowered. And so it, it kind of felt like for me that I was less empowered because of that option, mm-hmm. which is bullshit um, because... You know, and it also was confusing for so many people because on the outside with my work, a lot of people would actually think that about me. I have casual sex and I'm empowered and I am enjoying it. And I am some of the time, but a lot of the time I haven't been. Well, it's just knowing Mm. who you are Mm. and what what works for you and what doesn't and being completely comfortable in the fact that that might be very different to what somebody else is, but that's that's you and that's where you're at and, and owning it is a huge... It's a huge thing. But it's like how the girls feel uncomfy about saying they want to be stay-at-home mums. You know, now with feminism, and it's the only time I think I've really experienced this because my views are so progressive and who I am is quite progressive. But in terms of this part of me, it is quite old school. I, not even old school. I just I like connections. I like investment. I, I don't like flippant kind of relationships or things that are face value. Mm. It, it isn't the core of who I am. It doesn't feed me. So that also goes into sexually and and we're so taught to be so liberated as a feminist in this day to be liberated sexually, which means you would have many partners because that's what progression in feminism means. And that's great if that's what works for you. But, but it may what, not. But what, yeah. it, it doesn't work for me all the time. And that for me is quite an old school approach and is different for me because in the very being that I am, I'm progressive in so many ways. It's so ways. good though because it me- it just means that conforming to that ideal that you just spoke about is kind of f- doing the exact opposite mm-hmm. of what that is mm-hmm. and the core of it mm-hmm. is knowing who you are and owning who you are regardless. And we've said this on the yes. show, you know, you don't have to be a career woman to be a feminist. No. You know, you could you want four kids, you want to never do anything but mother those children. You can be a feminist if that's what's right for you. You know, there is no right or wrong way. And I preach this every single day and every single week on the show. But it's kind of a thing for myself to get off myself, you know, Mm -hmm. and also know that, though, you know, there's a kind of person that deserves to have fulfilling sex the way that I crave it and want it. Mm. And no one else can tell me how that looks for me. Yeah, it's so good. Mm. I'm proud of you that you're in this Mm. place because if, I don't know, you've done a lot a lot of work. Well, it's just been a long time. Obviously, yeah. I was supposed to do mm. the work, I guess. I know, but you, could, you know, that's rare for people, really rare for girls to go out and do that and, you know, work on themselves. Most of them would just sort of go along with life and, mm. I don't know. <laughs> know that that's you know, the way, well, that's yeah, the way that I am. Not know. Yeah, just. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we will speak about this a little bit more once I finish this kind of course that I'm doing and, and talk about it on the show, but far out it's I think I found one of my new passions like women need to really really unlock this part of their life Mm -hmm. it's just something that we will not talk about and we won't look within and it's just so closed up we're so tense Mm. in terms of our sexuality and it's Oh, just I just don't want more people to go through life and not be able to unleash that. Mm. And it's not even like when I say unleash, 
stereotypically you think unleashes like go off and go on 85 benders but yeah. obviously my unleash is accepting that I don't it's want to do opposite. that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so it's just figuring out what that is yeah. you know and, and fucking off the stereotypes yeah. because when I say mm. unleash for me it's going in <laughs> yeah and not not sleeping with everybody as much you yeah know? yeah no I think that mm. is it is really 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 powerful and as you said kind of before and after doing a bit of reading and, and listening to you as you've been kind of going through this personal journey with the work that you've been doing, how your sexuality is not just this like part of you that can be disconnected from everything else. You know what I mean? Like that you could be, I don't know, like how interlinked everything kind of is emotionally. And that, and, and that sex yeah. doesn't have to be it to be cool or to be the you know the a plus student or the a plus girl doesn't have to be as sexy as what we're told Mm. i think we need to go back to the reason that it's there which is connection and intimacy and love and that's hard sometimes for girls that aren't in relationships Mm. and you've Mm. you fight that a little bit because it's not on offer but it is and it will be eventually and it's okay to admit that that's actually what you like even though you might not have that on offer. It's so cool moment. to rewrite that though. Like for for you to go yeah, like I'm, that cuz there is nothing sexier like in somebody that knows who you know who they are yeah. or what turns them on mm-hmm. or what makes them tick regardless of whether that's you know stereotypically in the past sexy or not. There is actually nothing nothing more intriguing and mm. nothing sexier than somebody that knows that about themselves. Mm. Yeah, so it's an interesting one. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, well, good luck with the rest of it. Thank you. Really interesting. Yeah, I think everybody. I mean, um, what's the book, the sex myth that we yeah. we we, ha- we spoke Rachel. to? Rachel. Yeah. Oh shit, I can't remember her surname. I'll find it. Um, she was super interesting. Did we have her on our show, this show, or the radio we show? No, we've only had her on the radio show. We need to get her on the because you love that book, don't oh, you? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's called the sex myth, and she um. She is quite amazing and um, and speaks a lot about how our sexualization is linked in with having so much sex. Rachel having, Hills. Her yeah, name yeah is. that's right. Yeah. Um, so I'll put the book up this week and, um, and share it with everybody. But Amy, it's been a real delight having a chat with you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Glad I finally got to do it. Yes, yeah. thank you for that. If you do want to um, say hey to Amy and get to know her a little bit more, you can find her on Twitter at Amy Shepherd Pie on Facebook um, and then uh, the band's Facebook page also, We Are Shepherd, um, and Instagram, Amy Shepherd Pie also. Uh, and if you want to listen to the um, the podcast, whether it's the radio show, because I'm sure the Rachel Hills episode will be up there on the Everyday Podcast or other podcasts that we've done extended chats with people like Amy, you can head to thethinkergirls.com.au or like us on Facebook. Um, we give updates every week. There. Hey, Amy, can you keep us posted on how you go – are you, or have you kind of made that decision not to go oh, ahead Botox, with Botox? Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll let you know. If I do, I'm not going to be one of those people who hides it and pretends I didn't do it. I'd probably be really public with it because <laughs> I think where I'm going to draw my line, I feel, is I might get some Botox, but I'm not going to hide my smile lines and, you know, get face, a whole face done. But um, I just I think whatever makes you feel good is where you should draw the line. Yeah. yeah, well, that's a good line to draw, I think. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's not a big line on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chicks. It's been lovely to chat. Till next right. week. See ya. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. 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 See ya. Hey, you. Not that we're particularly pushy, but you should absolutely listen next week. You will love our guests. Yeah. Wink, wink. They can't see you wink, mate. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I said it. Okay, I don't get it.
Well, I'm saying wink, wink, because how else am I going to get across that I'm wink, winking? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> All right, just listen in to next week, please. <laughs> Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty-chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.